0: Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental PuckCast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Welcome to the PuckCast, everyone. On today's show, Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials, and I will be talking about all the moves teams have made over the year. Significant moves anyways that are going to either make them better for the playoffs this year or better for the future. So let's get started right away with Overtime with Gary Graves. In overtime! For overtime, Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials. Gary, how are you? I'm doing great, Ian. Thanks for having me back. Uh, It's a uh,
1: beautiful evening in Ottawa. I'm on my patio. No, I'm down in my basement. (laughs) let's let's
0: roll (laughs) all right sounds good okay well what we're going to be doing today we did this uh, last year we're going to look at uh, every single team in the SICHL and significant moves that they made over the season uh, all the way to the trade deadline and actually starting before the draft so anything uh, from basically I think it is September 1st on uh, September 1st 2020 on so uh, let's get started right away I'll uh, we'll get started with Acadia. I also want to mention at the end of this, we are going to look at, from each conference, the uh, top three teams that impro- have improved for this year go- going into the playoffs and the top three teams from each conference that have improved for the future. So uh, they may be the same teams. They may be different. We'll, we'll see. All right. So let's get started. I'll start with Acadia. I'm going to go through the Canadian conference teams. We're going to alternate uh, you're, I'll talk about a Canadian conference team. You'll talk about a world team and, and at the end, I'll talk about Boston. And I believe you're going to talk about Banff. Sounds good. So for this one time only, Banff is moving to the lesser division, the lesser conference and Boston has moved up. They've, uh, they've moved up to the Canadian conference for this. So, all right, here we go. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, Acadia. Let's, let's dive in. Yeah, let's dive in. Acadia, so significant moves. Um, they brought in Jordy Ben, and they brought in Zach Parise. Uh, they they lost a second, and they gained a sixth. All right, so not many moves for Acadia this year. And I will go over their uh, I'll go over their draft picks in a second here, but um, yeah, very quiet year for Acadia. And uh, we often hear uh, Gee. Uh, GM of the Grizzly Bears uh, talk about at uh, free agency. I'm not joining in, right? He's, he says it very often, actually. In free agency, he didn't pick up Perise in free, in free agency. He picked him up in a trade at the deadline. Uh, so, so let's look at the draft picks that he made. And of course, Guy drafts really well all the time. So, I'm I'm only going to talk about every team's uh, top hundred picks. Um, anything that was in this inside the top hundred. So, he had Brendan Brisson, uh, Faber, Tristan Robbins, Damon Hunt, Wyatt Kaiser. like that one a lot, actually. Uh, Garland and Blake Biondi. Uh, so, lots of picks in the top 100. Uh, some very good picks there. Uh, thoughts on Acadia?
1: Well, and I'm surprised because he usually picks up a lot of draft picks, right? Uh, I was very surprised at the lack of moves he made. Um, there's nothing in the world for his team, uh, playoffs no. So... I like I like you know the the pick on Praise and Jordy Ben. Um I mean their depth moves for sure and and, and they'll give him some punch. but uh I like the the Brisson pick um in the amateur draft for sure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no free agent signings, so it was just
0: like mm, I'm not doing I'm not doing that he said, so. Yeah. Um and might have thought of it was just because this year the way it started with uh maybe an overpriced uh, TJ O'Shea at the start <laughs> and people being like, Oh, I'm not going in there. But, uh, but this is actually a regular thing. I, I if I remember correctly for Gee, but I mean, he drafts so well that he really doesn't have to hit that free agency uh, too often. So, so uh, looking good for the future there for Geet. Oh, I think he always does. Right. He, yeah.
1: that, that, that's his bag. And, and, and he loves it. Uh, I, I wish I had, I got Robbins. Um, he was on my list of, of players that I, I really wanted to get. Um, but I, I think I sniped some of his, so uh, I'm trying to listen more and more to his podcast so I can snipe more players next year. So <laughs> perfect we'll, we'll see how that goes.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move over to the world, and and who do you have first? Uh, Berno. So they oh. finished
1: uh, 11th in the conference with 72 points. Um, they didn't do a whole lot in free agency, free agency in terms of, you know, huge signings. They did Brent, pick up uh, Brent Seabrook, but they, um, they flipped uh, him out uh, – For a couple prospects, um, Barbario and uh, Elmer Soderblom, as well as the seventh. So, uh, I think in a lot of cases, when you're uh, a bottom, uh, I don't say a bottom feeder team, but uh, a non playoff team, you're you're more likely to 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 flip off a player like that at the deadline, right? So, so well done. Um, Flipped him to the the Shamrocks, uh, of course. Um, He did. where are we? So he did uh, also, he, he also fl- uh, flipped a uh, little for uh, uh, Pitlick and, and, and he picked up Shen as well. So uh, a couple of, of okay moves, but uh, I liked his pick in the amateur draft um, in, in his first round pick in Dawson Mercer. So I think he's done really well in the queue this year. So um, not bad, not a bad year. Uh, not, not a, not a really busy year for, for Berno. There was eight trades, smaller deals. So, um, uh, I, I wouldn't say uh, totally improved or, but, but didn't suck either. So um, uh, I think that they're a team that will continue to to build. Right. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they're building well. I like, I like the guys that are picking up there. like you said, uh, all right, we'll go to the Canadian conference next uh, back to the Canadian conference and Fredericton express our commissioner, and Hey, I noticed we have a new Twitter uh, follower, and, and somebody I'm following the Kamish the S I C H L Comish. So welcome, Mark, to to uh, to the if if you if that is Mark, well to, you to notice, the world of Twitter for a second time. Uh, actually, a the the GHA the grinder Team on there doesn't he? So
1: yeah, but do you do you notice that the grinder disappeared ever since that account <laughs> popped
0: up? I don't know. Ah, that's a very good point. Very good point. All right, so this, I wonder if this will continue to be a trend. Not many moves by Fredericton. Do we have the Canadian Conference teams not making many moves? We'll see if we'll, if this will continue with everybody else. I don't think so. But Fredericton uh, picked up Matt Zuccarello and Brad Richardson this year, and uh, they, let, they sent away uh, Nathan Buelow. Um, they overall they lost a third, gained a fourth, a sixth, and a seventh. Um, and then in the in the draft this year, oh my goodness, Dylan Holloway, Connor Zary, uh, Bordalo, and Emil Vero. nicely done inside those top hundred, and especially especially with those top three guys there, Holloway, Zary, and, and Um Yeah, and just f- fantastic drafting. I mean. This year I think in the in the top, in the first round, it was tough not tough not to uh draft well, but at the same time, Holloway, what a year he had. And uh Connor Zary's just proven it again. So uh great job for Freddie there. It
1: seems like everything he touches uh, lately <laughs> turns to gold. And I'm not sure what it is, but uh I, he's done well <laughs> drafting. Uh I'm very impressed. So I mean <laughs> I don't wanna don't wanna give him too big of a head, but um <laughs> Yeah, like I say, everything everything he, he he seems to touch late this turn of gold. Uh, a little bit jealous and and hopefully my
0: luck turns around that way. So that team that team is scary good already. And in the future, yikes. They're so they're a <sighs> young group <laughs> and just getting better, right? Uh, yeah. No doubt.
1: Um, you know, one of the best goalies in the league for sure. Um and and there's some guy named Pasternak uh, at the, at the top of the lineup. That's not that's not too bad. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> both of us are giving a sigh on that one. All right, all right, let's move to the world then.
1: All right, so let's go to Chicago. Um, not a ton in free agent. Uh, he picked up Schultz and, and Kulikov. Uh, I think one of the big moves uh, for uh, Chital this year was uh, picking up Gauthier, Logan Couture um I, I think he was perhaps dreaming of a of a playoff spot uh maybe um he did finish 10th in in the world uh with 74 points but i think the the, the big um futures uh, in in my eyes were that were at the draft where he picked uh Quinton byfield second overall uh and jake neighbors so uh he's he's definitely starting to position himself uh, position himself for the future uh, I like what's going on in Chicago Land, um, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, will 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 he keep uh, Couture, um as an FP? Probably, um, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, that, that's not a bad move at all. So, uh, and that and that, based on his roster, would be his FP next year. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I thought that was a nice pickup for an FP there for sure for him. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, Jake Neighbors. Uh, having a great year with the Edmonton Oilers, um, very, very nice pickup there. Absolutely, sure. Yep. All right, I'm going to go back to the Canadian Conference. We have the Hamilton Steelhawks. So Chris uh, made a lot of moves, and you actually were you actually counted how many trades that the teams made. How many trades did uh, did Hamilton make?
1: Um, it, was, put it was put it this way: it's almost people. close to my age. <laughs> so. Forty-seven. <laughs> so I thought I thought Dublin was going to get this hands down until I did a count. Forty-seven yeah. trades. I mean, we're not talking like huge moves. No, but but, but forty-seven yeah. trades, and I didn't count the number of assets. But oh my goodness!
0: I, <laughs> All right. Was... So yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was. Writing down every single mo- like every single player and pick that every team picked up and and sent away over the year, including of course what they got in free agency. And Hamilton took me. <laughs> Hamilton took me a while. Uh, so, but let's look at the significant ones here. Um, he picked up Miles Wood, uh, Jason Robertson. Um, he picked up. He actually added three firsts. More three three more firsts than he than he got rid of because he did get rid of stuff as well. Like uh he did get rid of some firsts, but he picked up three more firsts than he got rid of, two more seconds, uh, one more third, uh four more fourths, four more fifths. Uh but what he sent away. Ryan Souter, uh Mike Hoffman, who's second in goals right now in the uh in the SICHL, uh Jake DeBrusque, uh um, Curtis Lazar, who's actually having a pretty good year, I think he might have a, pre- a decent re-rate there. Logan Brown, who's a future guy, I was surprised at that one. Uh, uh, Carter Rowney, uh, Brandon Montour, and uh, Mete. Uh, so he sent out a, a lot of a lot of uh, Tantler and, and Tyler Benson as well, as well as he sent away three more sixths than he added in uh, one more seventh in the draft this year. Only four guys picked in the top 100, but pretty good guys there. And Jamie Drysdale, Jake Sanderson, Tyson Forster, and Yager uh, Chenikov. So uh, so added a lot. But he also gave away a lot of talent this year. Um, he also gave away the most money of any team that I, that I tracked here at $32.65 million this year he sent off. So, so definitely a lot, of, uh, a lot of assets to, to uh, be building with, to, to pick with and stuff. But um, the talent on the team that's left right now playing is extremely thin.
1: No, I, I mean, I, I think he had a stellar draft. I think mm-hmm. if you want to pick four guys, uh, picking Drysdale, Sanderson, Forrester, and, and Chinnikov, I think are really good pickups. I mean, obviously he's building for the future, and yeah. and and, yeah. and let's face it, he doesn't care about today and. No. Uh, and I think obviously, when you craft the team, you want to give up some futures or some or some good players, obviously, to get the the team you or or, or go in the direction you want to go. Right? Being a yeah. fellow rebuilder, I get it. Um, uh, I, I I just think um, you know, I think he's going to stay the course, which is good. Um, and and I, I think you know, uh, it, it'll take a little while, but. Uh, he's got a nice defensive core uh, in in the in the hopper there, which is good. so, and I've been watching Forrester because I've been watching uh, a lot of h l this year uh, given that uh, I have prospects in the h l to watch <laughs> so mm-hmm. um and and, and uh, yeah, he's still pretty good, so uh, yeah, absolutely. no. Uh, not a bad year at all for, for his players. So uh,
0: you bet. And he'll be able to add some, some forwards to that group uh, with uh, the number of draft picks that he has coming up too now. So not for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the world.
1: All right. I'm on to our favorite GM, uh, Ryan in Dublin. Um, It is. There's no doubt that he made a lot of moves. Um, uh, the significant moves for me, uh, and and I don't know if they're still with the team. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Justin Williams, Eric Johnson, <laughs> Jeff Carter in in free agency, and I believe Carter and Johnson are still there. But he made a lot of, I would say, it, it's almost like he 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 had a goal in mind, obviously to make the playoffs, um, to build the best team he can moving assets that he had. And I thought he did a good job. Like he picked up Brent Seabrook, Brian Little. Uh, mind you, all of these picks, some of these guys are going to be UFAs. He'll hurt a little next year, but uh, I'm sure he'll find a way next year to, to do the same thing. So he's, he picked up Seabrook, Little, Fasca, uh, Faxa, um, Atkinson, Manson, Backstrom, which I thought was huge getting Backstrom. Uh, Hjalmerson, uh, Hoffman, and Skinner and Hoffman. Again, like I say, I thought that was a fantastic move on his part, given what Hoffman brought to his team this year—ninety points, second in goals. Um, obviously, we, we, he didn't draft any players, so that was—or—or uh, or, sorry—the any any of the players in the in the first, uh, you know, two or three rounds or four rounds it was there, uh, but or of significance. But I think what he did throughout the year to build the team he built and, and end up with 106 points. Um, and and that's continuing off of the, the moves he made last year. So I think he's positioned himself potentially to be a a team that could make noise in the playoffs, finish awesome. third, 106 points. That was amazing. And I can congrats to Ryan. Like uh, it, It's obvious that some days we don't know if Ryan has a plan or not, but it looked like the plan that he had seemed to have have worked. Uh, it, it all came together. So, um, kudos, I think, for a good trading year. And he only made thirty-seven trades, so not forty-seven, <laughs> thirty-seven.
0: Oh, come on, Ryan, pick it up a bit. Eh? <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I swore that he was going to be the top one. Yeah. Um, so get back, uh, get back at it again next year, Ryan. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, two teams back to back. We're talking about that made a lot of moves. A lot of moves between them um and you know ryan like what a team he built what a team he built and he had some bad luck too like with edler going down uh, for so long there um like he still has a great team going into the playoffs he he had he ended up dealing edler it was a smart move by him he's he's not uh he wouldn't have him back for for a while in the playoffs anyways so he got something out of him um and you know what Still great. So, uh, way to go, Ryan. I love it. He hasn't
1: traded Alex uh, Turcotte yet.
0: <laughs> no, So, and I've Don't tried trade him. really, really hard to get him <laughs> off him. Really hard. I mean, you can ask uh, Ryan. He will. He will. I'm sure he will tell you uh, that I have made a lot of pitches for Alex Turcotte. But uh, no, nope, he's he's standing pat on Turcotte. From him. Good keep for him. him. I, I mean, I like I like Turcotte a lot. So, yeah. uh, great. All right, let's move over to the Canadian Conference again. We have Montreal. Now, Montreal was wild this year in the moves they made. Like, they they didn't make quite the number of moves that Hamilton or Dublin made, but their moves were massive, and they hit exactly where they needed to hit. They picked up, like... They have been looking, much all the millionaires have been looking for top centermen for a long, long time. And boy, did they get them this year. Uh, some of the guys he picked up. Um, Patrice Bergeron. There you go. Boom. There's your number one center. Kadri. There's your number two center. Fantastic. Right away. Then he also picked up Braun, Stepan, Trocek. Two more centers in Stepan and Trocek. Uh, ben Bishop. <laughs> Great. He's a rated 80. Fantastic goalie, um, a guy I like, um, Josh Hosang. He picked him up. Tyler Myers, Goligoski, uh, Tyler Benson. Um, he did give some talent away too. At the same time, Eric Stahl, uh, Patrick Liney was probably the biggest, that, or definitely the biggest that he that he sent up pack in there. But um, uh, Stetcher, Mileswood, Logan Couture, who we, you talked about earlier there, uh, Orlov. And a player actually that he picked up in the draft that uh, I thought was quite underrated in the draft this year, Noel Glendler, he sent him packing in one of those deals. But of course, you have to give up um, talent to get talent. And, uh, and uh, he sure got some talent there. Um, draft picks. He came out without a, a number of draft picks. So he gave away two more thirds than he picked up, he gave away f- four more fourths than he grabbed. Three more sixths than he took, and he gave away two more sevenths than he grabbed. So um, a, a number of draft picks on, but they're, they're third picks and on. He didn't give up any more firsts or seconds than he picked up. so so uh, oh, and actually he picked up one more second than he gave away. So so coming out of all that, not too bad with the draft picks to pick up so many uh, so much high-end talent. Um, in the draft this past year, he picked up Noel Gundler. Uh, Theodore Niederbach and Anton Johansson, and he gave away gave up five hundred thousand in cash in the trade. So Montreal really set themselves up well for the for the playoffs this year, and moving forward, like uh, Bergeron, I'm sure will be his uh, franchise player, um, and he's got a number of the other guys for for not just this year, but for some future as well. So that's good.
1: Now, if I remember correctly, last year he just missed the playoffs. And and I, and I believe it was down to the last day, if, if mm-hmm. or last couple days. Um, I think he definitely um, made himself sure that he's going to make noise in the playoffs this year as well. I, I loved all the moves he made, um, mm-hmm. and and like like you say with Bergeron, Cadre, Trocheck, Bishop, like he 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 set himself up Myers. So um, I'll just be repeating the same players, but. Um, yeah, I think he's I think he's poised to make a run. Um I don't know if he'll be in your top 3 uh at the end when, when we talk about it, but I think he would have been um probably one of my one of my top 3 choices for the Canadian conference. Uh I love the love those moves, so. Yeah. Um see what Casum can do.
0: Yeah. Good for you Kasim. Man, you went at it this year. That was that was fantastic. It was actually enjoyable. It was really enjoyable to go back and look through those guys. They weren't like well, this guy's going for this guy. Meh meh. No, it was whoa, bang, so, bang, so bang. He we had, made there were fireworks. Deals. When his trades were fireworks every time, it seemed like. So yeah, good he, good for you, Chasm.
1: And he made 20 deals. So uh, okay. I, I did keep counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. We'll go over to the uh world conference. Uh, I guess I'm doing the hamburglers this time. Um, just a just a couple of of minor moves, obviously, in, in free agency, uh, picking up Haglin. Um I think he got Justin yeah. Williams or maybe Je- Dublin did. I'm not sure. I think I made a, may have made a mistake there. But he did uh, through trades. He, he made 11 trades. Um, I think the, the, the sneakiest one, and, and I don't blame him for doing it, was uh, around the waiver draft, helping our good friend from <laughs> um, Nova Scotia out. But he got a second um, for future qu- considerations, and I'm air quoting there um a smart move um i love um the the big name for me in in his draft this year was lucas raymond um i i think like i say he's a guy that uh was was touted anywhere between three and five uh, and maybe even two on some lists i've seen um i think he's going to be fantastic uh and and just another piece to 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 his already growing list of prospects but i but i uh, although he did finish, I think second last year or last this year, um, he's he's poised himself for another uh, hopefully a good lottery draft, finishing fourth in the elimination round. So, um, not not a ton of moves uh, by him, but um, but I, I think he's he's starting to position himself um, well. So I think most of his moves were around picks and and things like that. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I like what uh, I like what Hamburg did this year, and I I, I have to uh, apologize. I made a mistake there when I said Tyler Benson ended up in Montreal. Uh, he must have traded him again because I'm looking at uh, Hamburg here, and I see Tyler Benson on his uh, on his list here. Uh, so uh, apologies there. Uh, so another pickup there, obviously by uh, by Hamburg. Nicely done. Um, yeah, he he picked up some some nice players for the future for sure, and that's what he is doing right now, and, and his team is getting better and better, and watch for him to make to make a humongous, humongous jump next year. You know, I think the most underrated, one of the most underrated moves of the year for me was hip, his pickup of Jordan Stahl. Um, yeah. He did, as, I'm sure he's going to be his franchise player, and he's having a good year um, in that other league. Uh, and he did not give up much for him. So so good for you. Way to go. Some shrewd moves by Hamburg GM Henry Ski. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the Nova Scotia Schooners. And another team that it took me a long time to uh, tabulate the moves that he made and all the players that came in and out. But I'll just go through the ones that I would call significant. All right there was a there was a couple a couple okay ones uh, of course Tuka Rask in free agency uh, the best goalie available the uh, right there uh, mika Zabanajad, not a bad not a bad player oh yeah he's the number one rated <laughs> skater in all of the sichl so he picked up Tuka Rask and mika zvanadjad to add to the the sichl championship team all right, some other guys he picked up. Uh, Niskanen, Hainsy, Tanner or yeah, Tanner Pearson, Oscar Kleffbaum, Quick, Demers, Faxa, Below. Are you kidding me? Like, come on. <laughs> this, is, this doesn't seem fair. Uh, moving on. Okay, players he got rid of. Uh, Puistela, good, uh, good prospect there. Hoglander, I really like. Hoglender, and I'm sure that was a really tough one for him to give up. But, I mean, look at all the guys. He's got, he's got to give up something. He's got to give And uh, Tyson Berry, that'll be a nice... Uh, he'll, Berry will have a nice re-rate. So, uh, Barry was one. LeBanc, uh, Dante Fabro. He lost only one more second than he gained. He, uh, he gained three more thirds. How do you, how do you gain three more thirds... And only lose one more second than you gained um, when you're picking up all of that talent up there. I don't know. Anyways, uh, lost three more fourths than he gained, two more fifths, one more sixth, and three more sevenths. But again, those are fourth pick fourth picks on, so what are you going to do? Uh, in the draft, he grabbed Helge Granz, Emil Heinemann, uh, Yermo, Jan Bedmar, uh, Groshev, Groshev, and Samuel Johannesson in the top 100. He also somehow added in trades $20.85 million to his team. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. Okay. You know, you know
0: <laughs> we, talk, we talk about, a lot of people talk about like, oh, you know, uh, don't, feed, don't feed the bears. I think that needs to change now. There's, it's no longer, to me, is no longer don't feed the bears. It's, we got to come up with some sort of phrase for Nova Scotia because...
1: He so here, here's the phrase Ian: yeah. "Don't bail out the ship, the sinking ship." People <laughs> did that this year, and they they basically patched and fixed this boat, and and turned it into, the, I don't know what what an amazing ship would be. I say the Titanic before it hit an iceberg, but uh, <laughs> it's almost like they reverse iceberged them. And uh, and you're right. Why are we complaining about Gee? Like no. the moves, the no. moves that no. he. Okay so he goes in and grabs Raskin and, and Anderson. Okay, let's bail him out. Anderson. And, and mm-hmm. not that, that not that I'm I, I'm I'm blaming any teams for doing it. Like obviously you're going to try to to take advantage of it and try to get who you can off of Nova Scotia for sure. But but bailing him out, we bail him out and then you know and I know Henry gets gets the gets the second rounder to to help him keep uh Rimer and 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 uh, and now obviously he's going to lose. I, I think what is it Niskanen and and uh, and uh, Cooch next year because of uh, the other league um, stuff. Uh, but but you're right. The moves he made are fantastic. Oh. And, and is he the favorite to win the cup? Um, no. Well, maybe. Potentially. <laughs> uh, I don't hate maybe. him. Maybe I like Eric, but oh my goodness, stop.
0: Oh yeah, stop repairing this. Shit. love Eric, but come on. like um we he's like the new bad guy. and, and it, for me, it's not just the bailouts. it is like it seems every trade he makes, he's walking away just smirking like it's come on uh anyways. Uh, so maybe the phrase needs to, to turn. I, he will probably say, no, 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 no. Let's keep going with the uh, talk about the Bears. But I don't think so anymore. I think, it's, I think there's another team that is just walking away with stuff right now. Anyways, uh, Nova Scotia
1: but can I had say an amazing there?
0: year for, can, uh, for moves. Uh, just I, can, amazing.
1: And can I say something there? I thought yeah. at one point he had no draft picks going into the draft and then all of a sudden he has a bunch of draft picks and does snipe some of my players. So I'm not sure what happened or, or why he ended up getting draft picks, but don't trade him anything anymore. Stop trading <laughs> there. Exactly. He's too rich. <laughs> yes. I agree. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the world. Oh, crap. Uh, you put me back on the spot again. Okay, No problem. I'm, I was just going to talk, about...
0: no, just gonna talk one more thing about Nova Scotia here. With his... Um... With the money, he gained twenty million dollars. He actually added fifty-four million, fifty-four point eight five million, but he sent away thirty-four million. I mean, he made a lot of moves with money this year. I'll just say that one more thing: there, a lot of moves with money. What's, um,
1: what's his balance right? Bank balance? I don't think he's hurting either. So no.
0: Well, I mean, he added twenty point eight five million dollars in uh, in trades this year. I might have given him some stuff. I'm not sure. I you might have. You might have. Yeah. I think I did. Um,
1: <laughs> so maybe I got to go back and say, okay, Gary, don't talk to, to Eric anymore. Um, anyway, it is what it is, right? So, yep,
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so let's talk about the Havana Revolution. Um, what can I say about them? They didn't really um, touch free agency. And, and I think there's a reason why. Uh, again, yeah. there's some people that, that won't participate in in those crazy spending games um i don't blame him he did make what i thought were were three pretty good moves in terms of trades or three players that he brought in uh so he made seven trades seven trades uh not all big of course but i thought bringing in like i mean what do you what do you need when you look at his lineup uh of players right like does he need a whole lot he's got some guy named McDavid. He's got uh, some guy named Seidel, Not sure if you heard of them, but you know um, he's got a deep team. And and having Burns on, on defense and Muzzin, uh, uh, I think that the moves that really s- stuck out for me were, were picking up Chris Tanev and and uh, Ryan Suter. Uh, I thought they were two great moves to to solidify an already solid team. I mean, as one of the best goaltenders in the league. And actually, the funny thing is, he has Jack Campbell as well, <laughs> and and I think he's a UFA this year, and and apparently we could have got him cheap, or somebody could have got him cheaply, but nobody did. Um, but he's got a, a pretty solid team, and, and by adding, I think Suter and and Tanev, that just solidified well, yeah. what what he needs to to. Well, I hope he makes the next step in the playoffs, just because. He hasn't had the success that he's wanted, but you know, second overall, 117 points. That's amazing. And uh I think those two pieces will help him for sure. Uh he's got the offense, he's got the defense, he's got the goaltending. I, I thought picking up prospect David Ference was a, a pretty good prospect as uh, yes. uh player as well. And, and 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 in the draft, I I believe he ended up getting oh, what did his draft look like? I think he had um uh, I thought Roni, I can't even say his name anymore. Uh, here, Vonan, I thought was a pretty good pick, but um, he doesn't need first rounders at this point, he just needs to keep doing what he's doing, and that's just win. Uh, and he's already got some good players too in, in the prospect system, so uh, in Thomas Harley and a few others, right? So, yeah, great, great two pickups in my mind, um, and and the prospect as well. So,
0: absolutely. Absolutely, that team is so so good. Um, we talked about Zavanajad being the top skate. He's got the next two. Then Havana is sitting with uh, with uh, McDavid and uh, Settle, right? And those are the next top, like the next two, and they're just a point back of uh, of Zibanejad in that uh, in that ratings in that rating race. Um, and then and then, like you said, the Hellabucks and the and all sorts, and adding the guy like Ryan Suter. What a great great pickup he was. So. Um, Really, yeah, really well done. Okay, let's move back to the Canadian conference and we move to Ottawa. Now, we just talked about Hamilton, Montreal and Nova Scotia and all the moves they made. Um, tons and tons of moves. Well, we're back to the idea of the, that, uh, that Acadia and Freddie had. And Pat added Hornfist and Como. And those are Pat's moves this year. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So he then, that was in free agency. Uh, Pat did not make a trade. He didn't have a pick in the top 100. And he picked up those two guys in uh, free agency. Uh, So you might say that he was standing Pat
1: crickets Well, <laughs> hold on now. He did make one move that you. Oh, did he make a move? For. Did
0: I miss it? He, I tra- he
1: traded Nicholas Backstrom and Matthew Pekka for Connor Garland, Martin Ooh. Frick, and Dustin Wolf, and a first rounder in 2023. I thought
0: that was a pretty good move. Too. Wow, that is. I, okay. think I, I, I think I think it out
1: both teams.
0: Uh, I don't know how I missed that. Absolutely, wow. Okay, so, I totally missed that. So he
1: wasn't quite um, standing pat. He made no, he was not.
0: No, good for things. good for him. Um, and I was going to say, on on top of that, uh, I really like he. I think he's looking um, to the future and saying, do I want to kind of do a soft, soft rebuild? And he still made the playoffs. He's got guys like Brad Marchand. What I mean, just huge talents there, right? Uh, Eric Carlson. De- declined a bit, but he but he's still still a great player. And he's got H- Hudobin in net. Um and you know who he has back there that's going to have a great re-rate? Chris Dreger. Chris Dreger is going to be a fantastic goalie next year in the SICHL. So uh so good for you Pat and Pat made the playoffs. They had that what that 27% chance we saw in the fanatic there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's Pat in the playoffs. So good for Pat. I love it. And I I totally forgot about the play, that trade. Um obviously Baxham an awesome player but uh boy I sure like Connor Garland Connor Garland. So um that's, Don't a, worry. That, Don't worry, that's a nice move I got your back.
1: I got your back Pat. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, well then. I totally missed that. So thank you so much. <laughs> no wonder there were crickets when I when I gave that line. Well, uh, okay. I, I tell you though <laughs>
1: One of my favorite Twitter handles comes out of Ottawa, and that's the Slam Wagon. So
0: if you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not sure which team you want to cheer for, jump on the Slam Wagon. Got to love the Slammers. Absolutely. And, and uh, man, they're in the playoffs. Good for them. I love it. Um, not many people were picking them to get in there. Uh, going, like, with a week or two to go. Uh, before the playoffs, I thought it was wide open there. With a week or two to go, he was in tough. And he made it. Good for him. Um, Yeah. Way to go, Pat. All right. Let's move over to the World Conference. All right. So I'm going to talk about
1: our favorite Kansas City crunch. Um, the, The... uh, so what does one do when you go into free agency? You pick up an Nedler, a Prise, a Jordy Ben, and what do you do with them? You trade them away. <laughs> uh, and 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 good on Kirk, I guess, uh, was maybe sure whether he wanted to, to go for it or not go for it, but he ended up getting, you know, some second rounders and and Radulov back. Um, a huge move in, in terms of dealing Crawford away. Um, was that move just because you know you know, you, you don't think you're you, you know, you're gonna rip it up in the playoffs or or not? I'm not sure, but uh I don't think Kirk is well positioned going into the playoffs with he's his goaltending <laughs> uh situation because I think Shesterkins is best goalie and I believe he is yep. he's out, out for uh for the, for the first round for sure. Somebody must have poked him in the eye. Yep. <laughs> um so well, I mean, you know, you trade those players away, and, and if you don't do well in the playoffs next year, you come back and, and you, you you go at it again, right? So um, good on him. He got some some assets. So, uh, And what else did Kirk do this year? Let's take a look. Uh, I liked uh, his first-round pick, Caden Gooley. Um, I didn't go much further than the first round with, with Kirk's team. Kirk has a certain player that... You may have heard of uh, Zegres. Uh, obviously, not this year, but um, oh yeah, one of the best prospects uh, out there. So
0: for sure, he's not hurting. Um, and Shostarski is going to have a great yeah, re-rate as yeah, well. Yeah. So, but he should have had last year. Like, I can't believe he's only uh, sixty-eight. He got he's, Matt Murray. He did. <laughs> he got worse than Matt Murray. Honestly, Shostarski <laughs> had an amazing year. Amazing. And uh, so, uh, anyways. <laughs> it is what it is right uh, but yeah he's, he's in tough in that first round like you said um, but he's going to get some playoff money uh, and he's going to be better again next year this is one of my favorite teams in the entire league right here the Kansas City Crunch I love this team um, and he always he always adds future to them they're always a good team uh, since I've been in the league at least They've, they're always a good team and he always adds futures um. Uh, good on, good on Kurt. He knows what he's doing. Oh no, for no doubt, right? Like so, sometimes he's at the bottom
1: uh, of the playoff picture. Sometimes he's at the top. Uh, he knows how to win uh, championships, uh, obviously. So, yeah. Um, he did win championships, right? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it's he, he, he's he's poised for. For greatness someday again. So um, again, okay. yeah, and makes it, makes, and makes good moves. So
0: absolutely. And it's not been too long. I think it was 18 that he won it, right? So yeah. Yeah, uh probably. the last and when it lasts, because I think he has more than one championship. Is that right? I believe
1: there's two. I'm trying to figure out where the championship banners are on the I was looking account.
0: for that too. We're gonna have to ask Mike on that one. Mike, if you're listening to the podcast, um if you can uh, mention to us where those are because I was looking all over. Anyways. Uh, I'm sure they're there. I am just useless with uh, with technology, but um, anyways, uh, the Crunch, the Crunch will will be great again. Um, they're good, but uh, they, they, that's a tough break going into the playoffs for sure. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move back to the Canadian Conference. We have the Toronto Metropolitans, and Chris didn't make many moves this year either. Uh, he did pick up uh, Simmons and Corey Perry. Uh, Corey Perry, having a nice year in that other league, he's going to get himself a decent re-rate, I think. Good for him. Um, He also picked up a third and a fourth rounder, more than he gave away. Uh, He picked up an extra million bucks, and in the draft, he picked up Rodion Amirov and Yegor Sokolov. And if I'm not mistaken, well, I know know Amirov's been great, but uh, Sokolov has been ripping it up, hasn't he?
1: Why did I think Phil had him? But I guess not. Oh yeah, no, I, I like what uh, Sokolov's doing in Belleville for
0: sure. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he looks pretty pretty good. Uh, can yeah, pop pop the goals anyway. Um, and he didn't pick him uh, up until the nineties, I think. I think he drafted him like ninety seventh or something. So ninety seventh, yeah, Fantastic. that's a
1: good move for sure. I oh yeah,
0: that, I like yeah. him. So yeah, so very little moves from Toronto this year. Uh, I think they will be rebuilding. I tried pretty hard to get um. Nick Foligno out of there for, but uh, you know he uh, he wanted to keep him and good for him for that uh, for that run for the extra points uh, for the for the draft position. Good for him. I like that. Um, So Toronto maybe uh, standing pat is uh, is is gonna work out there.
1: Yeah. Well, you never know, right? Yeah. Uh, So let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Um, All right. So what what does one do when one uh, usually is in a deficit, has no draft picks, um, find a way to get money, find a way to make a few free agent signings, and that's it. Um, and going to
0: and to go into much 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 more debt.
1: And and apparently finished first overall yeah, in in, right. in in the league. Uh, and all he did was pick up Koskinen and Boehmester, Koskinen, and I don't even think did much for his team. I think uh, his oh, who does he have in goal that was uh, his starter there? Like, but did he pick I, up
0: Miku Kustin? I thought I traded yeah. him at the or, deadline last year.
1: Or unless he uh, – I thought he picked him up in, in free agency, but I could have been wrong.
0: I think he was his uh, franchise player.
1: That's Maybe. why he,
0: you'd, you'd see him uh... – No, did, no. Did no, I, no, you're right. No, I, That's right. I sent him to him. Right. He didn't keep him as his franchise player. He picked him up again. In free agency, uh, you're right. That was a nice pickup. Okay, I thought it was. My I thought it was uh,
1: making making something up here. But no, <laughs> that, that's not even his number one starter though. So, uh, not a lot of moves. But uh, I don't think he had to make a whole lot of moves. He's just just a super team this year. So yeah. we'll we'll see if he can, if if the number one team in the league can can end up as as a cup champion. Who knows, right? So,
0: um, but good luck to Dustin. So. Um, Oh, just yeah. yeah he, he, just, he just has a powerhouse there. And you know, that team is actually built to continue. Uh, it doesn't matter if he's that much in the hole because he doesn't need to sign anybody next year. Uh, he's going to have a, a ton of players coming back that are all high end. So he, Dustin knows what he's doing. Like it, it's really that was really well, well played by him there. Um, he'll make some money back in the playoffs. And he'll make some more money back in the playoffs next year. And then when he needs to go into free agency in two years time, that's what he'll do until he'll, uh, he'll just do it all again. And we'll all be sitting there wondering what the hell just happened.
1: Well, he, he does amaze me from, from year to year for, for how he pulls it off. But like I say, if you don't need picks for in 2025, trade him away and get assets or picks yeah. or money. Right. So yeah. Uh, he's not a drafter and, and neither is Ryan. So, um, and, and I don't think Doug is either. So, uh, good on them, and, and that's the way they play, and, and I admire
0: that. So, fun you mentioned uh, Doug there because we're going to the Brandon Weekings next. Um, and so same same thing where he, where he doesn't need those draft picks, he just keeps building his team every year without draft picks, um, uses those draft picks to build that team in a different way. He, move, he moves those draft picks for players, and and he always does it uh, for players that are going to have some term, um, and then he just keeps going with those guys. It's just fantastic. Uh, once again, set up well in the playoffs. Has home ice advantage in the playoffs. Guys, he picked up this year. The, my favorite player out of free agency, Nick Bonino. Um, oh, I really wanted. I really wanted him, and I. I. You know, I was a rookie in free agency this year. Really, <laughs> this was my. This was my. Uh, what. Uh, fourth year in the league and I was an absolute rookie in free agency and spent a bit much. I shouldn't have and I should have gone a bit more later for Bonino because that's the guy I wanted the most in the, in the <laughs> entire free agency and uh, nicely done by Brandon to pick him up. Freddie Anderson grabbed him. We talked about him earlier. Eh, I, I, I like Freddie Anderson a lot. He's, he's one of the reasons that, uh, that um, Brandon's right there in the playoffs and, uh, and had, with home ice advantage. Uh, Stetcher, Jenner, Marcus Foligno, these are all guys that are going to help him. Uh, he sent out Lungfist, but that's okay when you got Freddie Anderson. Uh, he sent out a first, sent out one more, or yeah, one more second than he got, sent out three more thirds, three more fourths, one more sixth. But that's just basically uh, one year's drafting, right? And he added all those guys that are, that are playing right now for him. So, good for him. He also added $17.5 million that he can use in free agency again, right? uh no draft picks of course uh this year for um uh for brandon he did not pick in the top hundred but uh obviously he doesn't need to way to go brandon yeah brandon's a mystery
1: team right it's 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 you, you you're not sure where he's heading and and then all of a sudden you know his team, his team always is 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 always usually there i think last year maybe he didn't make the playoffs but uh, you can always count on doug to to make the right moves and and he, and he did this year and and, and no fault uh By by any means to go and grab Anderson from Nova Scotia, I wouldn't have done it just for. Or or actually, I would have tried to rip um, Eric off to to get Anderson, but or actually, I tried that. But um, yeah, not
0: too many people (laughs) rip
1: (laughs) (laughs) Eric. No, uh, but good on Doug. And like I say, he he did well this year, and uh, I love it. So, uh, did I want to point something out there? Where was it? no, for sure, I like the moves um and and Benin, and like I say, in terms of whether you could have got beating or not, if you had spent twenty seven million on uh any player you would have got most most likely would have got them
0: so <laughs> um but yeah, 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 well, I mean, <laughs> live and learn there we go, <laughs> all right, let's go back to the world all right, I am on to
1: Philadelphia, so. When you when you look at what Norm does, he goes into free agency and picks up the most underwhelming players possible, <laughs> uh, kind of like his videos. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like you, know, Trevor Lewis, you know, Belmare, Bodker, Conacher. Um, <laughs> just depth, guys. Um, uh, I, I don't think Norm goes in to break the bank, obviously. I think, um, a, like, a smart move at the time was getting Patrick Laney for uh but he, i mean he gave up a lot for for Lane a and, and 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 line a in the other league obviously isn't doing that great this year but i, I, I like we had talked earlier i think he'll rebound for sure uh gave up kadri a first and a couple of prospects for him uh and obviously he's he's second in scoring on his team so that that was uh you know a a good move i guess in in terms of of helping him for the playoffs this year for sure um, he's seventh in, in the world conference with 96 points. I think he has to play Havana though. So good luck, uh, I guess. But um, but not not a like not a ton of moves for Norm. And I didn't make any mention of specific prospects. But I'm gonna flip over to his page like real quickly to see if he even drafted this year. I don't think he did uh, have any draft picks this year, from what I recall. Am I right? I am right. Right. Right, no draft picks this past okay. draft, so um, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on our, our good friend uh, Norm?
0: Well, Norm had some bad luck. Norm, like Norm had some bad luck, and I think that that um, helped his decision making going in, uh, going into the playoffs. And then he still made the playoffs. He didn't think he was going to make the playoffs after he uh, after he did that. He he was. Uh, uh, they're saying you know like after after this uh, who knows if if well, like with Halak out all that time and stuff and there he is and Halak is back and ready to go so look out with uh, with Norm in the playoffs we know that Norm pulls out wonders uh, in the playoffs he is in trouble right now on defense with uh, no Ekholm and after that um, he's got he, he's eh, they're they're he's a bit weak. Back there (laughs) on defense back but but um but look out because because we know that norm pulls off wonders in the playoffs so um i like i i definitely like what he did uh i think liney you know he's not gonna have the best re-rate next year but it's a long-term move and uh for sure i mean getting like he's he could be a top five talent in the entire league at some point. So, um, that was, I like that move a lot, uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, so no, we will, sure. uh, we'll see. But, and, um, and, yeah. and
1: you know what? He's playing Jeff, so he's got a pretty good chance of, of upsetting.
0: Uh, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Poor Jeff. So, okay. So we have the bad luck of this year versus the years of bad luck, right? There we go. So, <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, two great guys gonna meet in the first round. Uh, good luck to both of them. And uh, yeah, uh, I Philly not uh, not giving up uh, not giving up futures to uh, to throw everything at it. And he'll and he'll say that right outright. He's like, I'm not gonna you know <laughs> I'm gonna go in with what I have, and uh, and we'll see what happens. And trade of, you know. trade videos don't work so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to the Canadian conference. We have Calgary. Uh, we have Calgary and Matt, Matt Birch, uh, the Calgary Mustangs. Matt made some, uh, some moves to get a lot better for this year, for sure. So he picked up Derek Englund, uh, Tyler Bozak, Follow, Zajac, uh, Miller, and, of course, Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler, a huge pickup there uh, to, to go into this season, uh, this playoffs. He, uh, he gave up Skinner. He gave up Allmark, and the one, that, the one that, oh, ouch, like this guy, could be a, a many years of, of awesome is uh, Nikolai Ehlers. Um, so Calgary is going into these playoffs saying, I am going to do some damage. And, uh, and he could just could, he could do a lot of damage. Um, in the draft, he picked up Jacob Perreault. Uh, I love that draft pick. And who's, who's Nadinov? Another good one. I didn't. I was surprised he didn't go till uh, what was it, 31? I thought he'd go in the 20s somewhere. But uh, so two nice picks. Uh, those are the only two picks that he made in the top 100. But two very nice picks there. Um, he gained a first. Uh, more than he got rid of. He uh, he gave up an extra second. He gave up an extra third. He gained a fourth. And he gave up an extra fifth. So pretty good for uh, picking up uh, uh, draft picks compared to what he lost. And no money changing hands for Calgary. So, uh, yeah, definitely got better for this year with Wheeler. Uh, but, but like I said, Ehlers—that'll be a, that'll be a big one in the future.
1: No, for sure. And actually, I tried to get Ehlers off him a few years ago. Didn't work. But um, mm. my my favorite move, like like you, you say, is David Ayers. <laughs> uh, yes. So, well I don't know if you, you mentioned we talked about him earlier on the show yeah. or before the show I had him I, right there to... I was like oh I'm gonna go grab David Ayers and I and I said, I think he paid like a million something for him I but, love it uh, but he'll never did he get to play a game uh I would have put him in, in in the pro for at least one game uh, I don't think he did but um
0: for a guy that.
1: that will never play again <laughs> um hopefully at least got some games in the GHA I don't know but um Look that up,
0: but I like that. Yeah, he, I uh, loved he played him. in the GHA. He played 10 games in the GHA. What was the record? Um, yeah. <laughs> Good for him in Mexico City. <laughs> so, I like so, Gano yeah.
1: and Kusina David Ayers, Dina. he was
0: a, a 42-year-old, 45-rated <laughs> goalie. Uh, I love it. I love that uh, that he picked him up. And it's a classic Matt, right, to, to pick him up. And it made me think of that because I went, meant to mention as well something that I love that uh, Nova Scotia did, um, and that was <laughs> – Just one day, he went around and tried to pick up every Peterson there was in the SACHL, and there are a lot of Petersons in the SACH. So I think one day he picked up one, two, three, four, five, five Petersons and one Pearson in one day. (laughs) So, and of course he has uh, he already had two other uh, Petersons that are pretty good, Um, but uh, yeah. So cornering the market, uh, Nova Scotia cornering the market on Petersons and David Ayers getting getting to play in Mexico city for, uh, for the Calgary Mustangs, So good on, good on uh, Matt. And of course, good on Eric earlier. Yep. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go back to the world. Okay. Portland, uh,
1: the buckaroos. Um, I like what they did. Um, sort of, yeah, not bad. Uh, I think that the, the big thing for me is, okay. Um, underwhelming, uh, you know, free agency. He picked up Craig Anderson, flipped Craig Anderson. But what he did trade-wise I thought was pretty good too because I think he was a team that wasn't sure if he was going to make the playoffs, but then then finished, I think, um, pretty strong fifth overall at 100 points. Uh, he picked up uh, Chariot, uh, acquired, uh, you know, uh, pa- Evander Kane, not Patrick, Evander Kane, Johansson, uh, I mean but he gave up mark Underfleur and Gaudreau to get those two um uh Rowney, montour depth guys uh, Jamie Ben uh, Mike Smith Justin Williams Neil um uh, Crawford uh, obviously was a smart move um I just think those are good moves and and, and kind of poised himself for a uh, a good little bit of a, a potential playoff run there so I think he strengthened his team via the trade market 17 trades and uh, uh, as far as the um, the notables for, for his draft uh, Seth Jarvis obviously is a player I liked he, he drafted oh, yeah. him 11th overall um, I think he did pretty good uh, in the HL and, 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 and then went back to I'm not sure what he did in 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 the WHL, but I, I have no doubt that it was 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 still pretty solid. Um, actually, I, should, I could probably tell you now because I got every stat of every league up here. So,
0: um, yes, Jarvis was a guy that like so I picked tenth and I had twelfth and I really really wanted Jarvis, but I also really really wanted Askarov and Lindell. So I was, yeah. I, was I was I was oh what do I? Uh, and I knew that he was picking there, and I'm like oh you know what I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'd I'd just be the asshole if I if I went and picked Jarvis when the guy that just comes in with Portland and there's yeah. that Portland guy and yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure I also didn't think it would look very good so <laughs> but yeah. I love Seth Jarvis I think that's a great one and he's gonna have a major superstar there I I really like Seth Jarvis yeah
1: and in the top hundred you pick Jack Finley and, and Dylan Peterson so pretty good picks. Yeah. so uh, yeah. like I say I love Seth Jarvis as well and and I had him high on my list um, I actually tried to trade. I, I thought about tr- if I was if I was going to finish second. Uh, uh, sorry, no. If I was going to drop to fourth, I was going to try to, to bump to, to move down in in order to get Jarvis that way. Versus, yeah. uh, it, it's one of those things where depending on where you finish in in the lottery, right, what what moves you make. But anyway, so, such is life. I got so yeah. I'm pretty happy. So yeah. Um, yeah. so good good job uh, in terms of what Portland did this year. I'm I'm
0: pretty impressed. So. Yeah, and he had some rough luck in the year with his time, Like his goaltend, not with not with injuries, but nobody could make a save for like ten games in a row. He was really, really fighting it there for a while, and and he came back super strong to finish with hundred points. So yeah. fantastic! Yeah. Like he and he, he made and he didn't he didn't just sit on uh, sit on his laurels or stand. He just he got in there and he made some moves and he turned it around. And good for you. But, uh, so a nice first year in the league. Well. First year with your own team, right? Because like, he was really yeah. managing that team last year, right? Or, or setting the lines at least. But, um, yeah. but yeah, good for you. Uh, so great. All right, let's uh, let's come back to the Canadian Conference and uh, we'll go to Edmonton. Mike Franceschini, uh, our assistant uh, commissioner, and um, done doing amazing work with that website and lots of other things. But uh, let's talk about what he did this year. So he picked up Grant. I thought that was, a, that was an underrated move, uh, underrated guy at uh, the agency. I think he had like 90, 90 defense. Um, uh, of course, he picked up, uh, like I said uh, earlier, in the, in the, when I was just talking about Calgary, Ehlers um, picked up Allmark. Uh, and here's one that I loved, and the story just written about him as well, uh, Colby Cave, Fantastic! I love that he that he made that move to to grab Colby Cave and that Colby Cave played that last game of the year in the SICHL. So uh, good on you, Mike. That was that was really solid there. Uh, of course, he had to to get uh, had to send out some huge talent in uh, Blake Wheeler um, and Peter Mrazek. He uh, he added a, one more second than he gave away. Uh, gave away one more sixth and added one more seventh. Uh, and in the draft, he picked up Hendricks Lapierre, uh, very underrated. I thought uh, great pick, Hendricks Lapierre, uh, Shakir Makhmadulin, and William K- uh, Kyle, all in the top hundred. He sent out one million dollars as well in trades. So, um, I liked I liked what Edmonton did there uh, for the future uh, with that Nick Ehlers pickup, and, and of course, I love what he did there with uh, Colby Cave. And getting Colby Cave into a game there at the end of the year. No, it's a totally agree. Class
1: class move and wow. and and I love the the Lapierre pick as well. Um mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to see what he does um going forward. and actually I think he had uh where's it mean so he played I think what twenty one games, thirty one points uh in, in a in a high offense league. But um yeah, so I think that's a pretty solid move there, right? So yeah, that guy um, you, you yeah, take I mean, a, you take a swing. Um, why not, right? So,
0: yeah, uh, he had so much talent, and th- those injuries last year—oh, brutal injuries! But uh, but it was looking like he wasn't going, like it wasn't going to affect him. You had to, he did have to take a chance on him. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think that's going to pay off huge for him down the road. Um, again, another another great guy from that first round of uh, 2020, right? So yeah, for sure. All right, let's move All to the right. world.
1: All right, so I am now off to Reykjavik. Rec- well, I can't say it anymore. Rec- Reykjavik. Reykjavik, yes. Perfect. Uh, guess what? No no real moves in, in free agency. Um, he made eight trades. I thought the most significant, obviously, was picking up P.K. Subban and Gondreau. Um I think between the two, they got, uh, I think, 42 or 43 points. Um, I like what Goudreau is going to, I mean, I think Goudreau will be right well next year. Um, two good pickups there for sure. Uh, I think that helps his team as well from a, a playoff positioning perspective and, and can definitely help his team in the playoffs. And and he finished sixth with 98 points. So, uh, Reykjavik is always a good team. Um, uh he seems to know what he's doing there too and again doesn't have to make a, a lot of moves right um i think the significant uh player in terms of the amateur draft was uh ozzy uh, Wiesblatt and uh yeah it's not a whole lot of moves but uh he doesn't need to uh given that he's done so well uh, you know putting that team together over the years so um
0: yeah he drafts so well every year too right well, um, apparently he watches
1: a lot of video on players. <laughs> and I'm like, that's incredible. And, and actually I, what I, I did enjoy was uh, the podcast that he was on mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the draft uh, draft picks. It was so entertaining and I hope he gets to do that again this year. Me too. Uh, a very good guest on the podcast. So.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Um, that was a lot of fun. All right. So yeah. Reykjavik always, a always a great team. Um, and he just builds so well through the draft, right? And that's what I love about this league. And I've heard other people say it as well, is, but that's uh, like that there are so many ways to go about building your team. Um, and, uh, and that's one of the, lots of people say, oh, yeah, I like to build through the draft. There's not a ton of people that can build through the draft really well. And he is one of those people that can really build through the draft well so one thing um, i thought was a funny, lot of people i think are looking up to sylvan on uh, on on what he does how he builds his team
1: well for sure and when i looked at uh, when i went to look at the prospects he drafted this year the very first one that pops up on his top five
0: kaprazov i'm like oh my god kaprazov too
1: <laughs> come on yeah we'll just
0: man. add that one in this year why not <laughs> i'm like and wow. uh, right from a couple uh, drafts ago right and a number of drafts ago but now he's just popping on in there. So yeah. And I mean and he doesn't just build well through the draft. I mean that he made one of the one of the best moves the SACHL has ever seen with a Panarin when he paid him big time at the start. And yeah. then uh, and then each year a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less, and has been an absolute superstar for him. An absolute superstar. Fantastic so, move. For years. So yeah, way to go, way to go Sylvan and Reykjavik. All right, let's we're now moving on to Vancouver Island. And no controversy this year at all with Vancouver Island. Uh <laughs> you know what? Matt has Matt has played it perfect. And and good on him for doing so like this year. Um and you know what I you know I really liked is the way the free the 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 guy he picked up at the trade deadline, Edler. Um, and he didn't give up much for him, but that's because Edler was in a very unique circumstance. And of course, so was Matt. Matt didn't have um, a player that was going to be franchised. He was looking around there, but actually, I thought there would be a lot less franchise type players around and people, the market would be, uh, would be looking for franchise players. But it was actually kind of the opposite this year. Uh, and so Matt had a, he was able to be very picky uh on what he on what he got when he got and he was able to uh do it without having to give up too much but that's because edler was in that situation where matt didn't care that edler wasn't gonna play again this year um and he was able to pick him up at at a good rate and uh and he's gonna be a great franchise player for him next year he did give up josh manson this year he grabbed uh robert hagg uh, he lost one more first then he then he gained and he gained two more seconds, one more fourth, and one more sixth. Uh, no money exchanging hands uh, in the draft he picked up William Wallander, emil andre Joel Blomkvist, Joel Blomquist sorry and uh, Justin sortif uh, so a good draft for for Matt and I think we'll, we might see a resurgence next year from Vancouver Island. Uh, yeah, I would, I would think so. At least he
1: can't bury Barzell uh, in in the minors next year, so that's good, I guess. I, I don't think he'll 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 play that game next year, but uh, yeah, definitely some good moves for sure, and and a, and a smart uh, pick up for Edler for sure. So
0: I may be in the, I don't know, I might be in the uh, minority, but I like what he did. That I liked what he did there this year. I, I thought that was it was fun to watch. It was. It was. It kept me interested. Uh, He was playing for wins at the end of the year, which everybody else was. I. I'll say I am a fan of that of this new system. Uh, I know that there's been a lot of controversy over that lately, but um, yeah, he played that perfectly, perfectly. Um, So yeah, we we will see in the future. I was just looking to see. I think uh, I just wanted to make one one. I just wondered how many points did he have last year? Yeah. Between him and myself, <laughs> 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 there was a 115-point uh, um, swing in the standings. That's crazy. From last and, year to this year. But, but the funny thing is... Um, Next year like, he'll be better than me again.
1: Yeah, but like you say, I mean, he did play the, the, the game perfectly this year. Yeah, and I, and I, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I thought I was going to hate this new system I do and I don't. I, I think it kept me interested after the elimination because now, okay, I got to win. Uh, I didn't want to go out and buy players to try to win uh, at the trade deadline. I, I don't want to give away assets. Mm-hmm. If, there's, if there's means that I could have done it differently, maybe. But um, I was happy that I ended up finishing third. Uh, you know, in terms of the draft, <laughs> draft lottery, but but it was definitely it definitely kept me looking at games where I probably wouldn't have uh, uh, had it had it just been defined is okay here's where you're sitting in the standings don't worry about it um this is where you're gonna be in the draft lottery right so I thought it was interesting in that respect so in in fact by Matt winning where he was dead last he ended up you know he he dropped a few spots the other way in, in terms of second third round and onward. but who cares right like no, no, no. um like you're right he did play that system perfectly but it did keep me interested do I like would I like to keep it forever i am not sure, but maybe I don't know
0: um yeah it's funny because I, I take it just from the the Twitter on sunday uh I take it that he doesn't like the system, <laughs> but um he played it to perfection and uh and it's going to uh it's gonna give him pretty something pretty good this year but it it was it was quite ironic that the, the team that played it the best yeah. uh this year um is is the one maybe the most against it? I don't know, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, good good on you, Matt. That was uh, it was fun 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 to watch, honestly, from me. Uh, so so let's move on now back to the world.
1: All right, where did I leave off, Ratchevic? Okay, I'm off to Seattle. The Grunge. Um, I like what Phil did in free agency. It wasn't a lot. He made a, a couple of decent signings. I got yeah, Alec Martinez and and Mikhaev. Mc, McA- um Mm-hmm. Which, which I thought was okay. Here's a, a, an interesting guy that maybe has top six potential, or maybe he's the third liner. But when you get him for basically nothing, um, that's a pretty good move, in, in Absolutely. my book. Um, and, and he picked up via trades, he made 12 trades, not huge trades like smaller prospect deals, but he picked up Sam Bennett and Boone Jenner, uh, which I thought were okay. I, I, I loved his draft, um. The two notables I put down were were Holtz and, and and Rossi and and it's unfortunate that Rossi ended up getting COVID and and I guess it really impacted him like was, severely. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 based on what I read I, I think it's hopeful that he comes back, but that was a scary thing for for to, to happen right. And I and I noticed Holtz actually is now playing in the NHL and got his first goal the other night, so uh I, I like those picks uh i hope rossi rebounds and becomes that prospect that he hopes for uh and i, and I believe oh his other one there just uh signed and why can't so uh jarventi Gerv- uh, Gerv- uh, Gerv- um yeah jarventi Gerv- yeah yeah Gerv- so some good moves there on, on mm-hmm. phil's part and, and and he's looking at another top what um five pick this year, uh, perhaps. Uh so he's you know he's gonna keep rebuilding and, and, and has to chuck on his team. So I like where he's going. Um doesn't have to make tons of moves just the right moves, right? So
0: Yeah. Oh I love what I love what Phil's doing. That's uh he's really doing it well and doing it right. So good on him. Absolutely. Okay, let's come back to the Canadian Conference and to the Vancouver Vipers. So we go Across the across the the little ocean there the, between Vancouver Island and and Vancouver, we go back to Vancouver, and that is uh, Bryce with the Vancouver Vipers. So he picked up Houdon this year and Orlov, uh, while while sending out uh, Spetza and Galagowski, he added a fourth and and dropped a fifth. Uh, but wow, uh, he picked up one of my favorite players in this year's draft in Cole Perfetti of course Jack Quinn as well Justin Barron, Tyler Clevin Cal Klang uh, Zion Nybeck. he picked up Zion Nybeck really late in um and then Yermo Pitlick as well he also added a million dollars to his uh to his bank and so not many moves by Vancouver this year but I like uh, I sure like those uh those draft picks that he made and uh, and he and he got uh he definitely got better for the future with Houdon and Orlov over Spets and Goligoski. Uh, you know, he uh he's had some tough luck with uh whether it's be some re-rates or some injuries and stuff in the past. Uh, but this team is moving forward nicely and uh and yeah. Oh, I,
1: I loved his draft and 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 perfetti was a great year. Um and that's that's taken those draft picks and adding on to Zadina and Maureen Sider. Um, and, uh, Pekka Lokinen, um, yeah, did, like he's, <laughs> that's, I loved it. Like I said, I love what he did in the draft this year, you know, with, with, Clevin and Barron and Quinn and Perfetti, like, uh, alone and, and I as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, great pickups. Um, I think he's seems to be doing some more homework on the draft side and, and I, where did he finish this year? Standing wise, uh, 83
0: um, points. He was 10th in the Canadian conference. So twelve out of the playoffs, but um, so still, still going to get a, a another yeah, good top draft ten pick. pick um, top ten sure. pick, I think. Yeah, maybe ten or eleven, maybe.
1: So and 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 I think I like I like in terms of this draft, probably about thirteen,
0: fourteen guys. So I think yeah, he's, he's still going to turn out oh, yeah. really good. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. <clears throat> you know what? His his number one rated guy in the draft this year could be available at ten. That's yeah. that's <laughs> how I see this year's draft. So that's great right? Like he was in it all year. Like, I mean, it wasn't, he He didn't uh, make the playoffs, but he was, you know, there, there was always that chance that he, that he could be in there. So good for him.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, St. Louis. Uh, here's a team that I, I thought made a lot of good moves this year, uh, obviously with, with, with eyes on the future. And uh, I would call it a rebuild, but it's a, a, a retool. Maybe, um, he did pick up Soderbergh and Neal, I think, in free agency, and I believe he flipped Neal. But, um, like, he picked up Lawson Kraus, uh, Mete uh, from me, DeBrusque, R- Taylor Radish, uh, Sharon govic Lazar, Gundler, y- Yilonen, uh Montreal's first, Atkinson, uh, Reykjavik's first, Logan Brown. So, obviously, he has an eye on, on the future, Um love those moves 17 moves in in total for uh for sean um I, I i i i call this more of a retool but but definitely with eyes on the future for sure and i thought these were great moves um obviously just missed the playoffs by a few points but uh i think this this retool was probably a smart move on his part and 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 moved out talent obviously to get those players but uh what are your thoughts
0: Yeah. Uh, I will agree with you that, uh, with that, all of that, actually. Um, yeah, a tough, uh, a tough year for St. Louis. Um, always, always an excellent team. Um, and he's, I think that, uh, soft rebuild, um, that I've heard a couple teams uh, mention. uh, he's, he's looking good. He's looking good again in the future again, um, to, to still have a great, uh, like a good core and, and, uh, be a good team. He's always he's always a good team. Um so yeah. yeah I always like St. Louis. That's uh and of course Sean, right? What a guy. Um
1: yeah, no, for
0: sure. Good moves. Yeah. Uh good Yeah, moves, great Sean. moves. Always. Yeah. Okay. Let's go over to Whitehorse. Um now. This one this is the this was the biggest surprise for me uh outside of a Vancouver Island uh this year. Uh I always pick Don to be maybe top, like top four in the entire league, right? Every year. Um, He's got such an incredible team, but he gave up, he gave up a lot of players this year and he was in the playoffs and that may have come out, come back to bite him. Uh, Well, not may have, he he didn't make the playoffs. I would, (laughs) I'm calling it right now. Don's going to win the, uh, (laughs) Don's going to win the lottery. <laughs> Don's, and, and deservedly okay. so, after, like, after just oh, bad luck there at the end. Okay, so players he, got, he picked up. Uh, Jonathan Bernier, Dante Fabro. Uh, those were players of significance that he picked up. Uh, players that he let go uh, in trades. Mika Zibanejad, uh, oh, uh Matty Niskanen, Vincent Trocek, Jordan Stahl, Radek Faxa. Uh, so a lot of talent went out the door this year, uh, but he picked up an extra first, uh, an extra fifth and extra and three extra six. Uh, but he gave away two extra fourths in the draft this year, uh, picked up Drew Comesso, Luke Tuck and Levi Merlenen, And he also added $15 million to the coffers. So, uh, you know, Dante Fabro, he's going to be a really good player. Um, but that not Zabanajad, that one, I was, I was, uh, I was not on uh, on the forums uh, for for a day or two, and when I saw that Zabanajad was available, immediately contacted Don, and he was already gone. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I was extremely disappointed uh, that I missed out on a chance to uh, pick up Zabanajad there. I, mean, uh, I was, I was quite surprised that uh, that Don was moving him actually. Um, but Don has so many, so many great players coming up, always. And that's the thing, right? He, he's always such a fantastic team, and he's got so much talent always coming up through the pipeline, so that Don is going to be just fine. And next year, I'm sure he'll be right back up there to uh, to top four overall in the entire league and looking for a championship. No, for sure. Um, and, and, and
1: maybe it, it wasn't cool of me to... To, to mock the the, the golf course uh, tweet, but um, <laughs> or maybe he spent too much time in the golf course this year. I'm not sure, but uh, he really should have went after a goalie and free agency, and, and that probably would have uh, put him over the top. But anyway, he, like I say, he's got a lot of good players, and, and oh, yeah, he's yeah.
0: not hurting. So, yeah, hard to yeah. feel sorry. A guy named Nathan McKinnon will still be good for him next year, maybe. <laughs> Yes, amongst others. Like he like I said, he's got so much talent on that team and uh and uh he will be great again next year. And uh good luck to him, of course, at uh in the in the lottery this year. And of course good luck to everybody, but I'm I'm just like that would be that would be poetic if if he ended up winning the winning the lottery, I just think so. Oh, for we'll sure. see. <laughs> Boston's <laughs> Gary's like, no, no.
1: <laughs> no, I don't want him to win the lottery. Come on. <laughs> Uh, so. so let's go to to Stockholm and we're getting down to our last couple teams I think um yeah. when, when I look at uh, the Cougars uh, obviously they made probably one of the biggest splashes uh, of, of the year oh, yeah. um somebody traded their first overall uh pick and uh, apparently the Cougars went after him uh trading uh, a Barkov and a Lindell um obviously he wanted Lafreniere, which a great player. I'm sure he's going to be a really good player in this league. Um, uh, by time, uh, you, when you want somebody, sometimes you, you, you give up a, a lot to get that player and, 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 good on him. Um, he ended up getting Lafreniere and, and MacIsaac as part of that deal. Um, picked up Reichel in the draft, which I thought was a great pick. I, mm-hmm. I liked him and I wanted him, um, didn't do a whole lot in free agency other than pick up Beagle. Um, but, uh, Stockholm, um, They'll rebound. They'll rebuild. But uh, some good cornerstone pieces there, to, or, or a cornerstone piece to, to work with for sure. Um, and look forward to seeing what he does with this team going forward. He finished twelfth in in the world this year, so obviously, looking to to get some good draft picks this year. So,
0: yeah, uh, a rebuilding team. But yeah, he has he has some talent for sure. And obviously, the biggest I thought the biggest splash of the draft, uh, grabbing that first overall pick and. And the player that every, we've all been looking at for a number of years, and we, the draft was called the Lafreniere draft, right? Um, yeah. For years beforehand, we knew uh, what this guy could do. Uh, he shouldn't have been playing in junior last year. He should have been in the NHL, or sorry, the NHL, the other league last year. Even <laughs> yeah. but he's that he was that good yeah. um, uh, coming into as a as a non drafted player uh, into the World Juniors last year and absolutely dominating. The World Juniors in uh, that that year. Um, uh, what a what an amazing player and and will make Stockholm a force in the future. So good on Stockholm, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move to Boston. Uh, so of course I was talking about the Canadian Conference, but uh, I'm going to talk about Boston. Um, and let's get to the Boston Colonials. Of course, Gary Graves here on the show with me right now. So Boston picked up uh, Delzado. These are some of the um, significant players he picked up over the year. Delzado, uh, Alex Galchenyuk. I like that one. Uh, Patrick Pistola, who is a prospect, but uh, but a, a very good prospect. Uh, some of the players he traded away: uh, Nate Pearson, uh, David Perron, and Tyler Ennis. So three and three. So uh, pretty good there. In in that you also uh, picked up an extra first, uh, one more first than you gave up. Um you gave up two more seconds than you than you grabbed, but you gave but you got three more fourths, one more fifth, two more sixths, and three more sevenths. You added a lot of draft picks this year. So good on you there. Now, the best part for Boston, the draft, the, this year's draft. Tim Stutzley. Wow. What a player. Man oh man. And he's gonna already be a great player for you next year. He's gonna he's gonna re rate. Or just not re-rate, but rate as it'll be his first rating, really well, and in the future, absolute superstar. Ridley Gregg, what a year he's having! J.J. Paterka, Luke and Evangelista, uh, Jeremy Poye, Jean-Luc Foudy, Zaid Wisdom, Devin Levi, Ryan Francis, Tyler Tulio, and these are all all picks that were in the top one hundred. You had a bunch more, but I'm just, I was just talking about uh, top one hundred <laughs> picks this year. Fantastic draft for boston um just incredible draft way to go uh you gave up 15.35 million more than you brought in this year uh in in cash but that's okay you're you're sitting all right there um yeah well done thank you uh i won't i won't go on about my team no i I was happy with the draft this
1: year pretty excited to get some of those players and and looking forward to the draft next year, obviously. So, uh, I love the the whole watching video, scouting, watching the U18s, different things like that. So, it's been fun. Um, I, I love the rebuild. And I, I don't plan on uh, straying from that anytime soon. So, um, this is a, a GM that's turned a leaf on, on you know, flipping players to try to win it all and, and things like that. And I mean, maybe someday you do it again, but who knows. But... Uh, I, a team I re- really want to talk about and close on is is your team. Like you talk about, like the complete flip the switch between you and the Norseman. Um If you look at what you did, obviously you can see why uh, free agency. Well, obviously day day one when when you spend I don't know billions and billions of dollars on <laughs> Oshi, uh, when you probably could have got them for like no, maybe a third of the price. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want them, you get them. But uh, you know you picked up Green and Chara and Toffoli and Stalock and and Brown and Oshi, uh, all, all players with seventy plus you know OVS. You got uh, some good trades. I, I I gave you peron who was going to be UFA for me, but I got a couple of prospects in, in Kaczkiewicz, and uh, yeah. and he's done really well um, uh, in the queue since getting there, uh, and in the playoffs he, he's look, he's looked good. Um, and, and Rafferty, who knows what he could be, but. Um, you got Perel, Barkov, and Lindell. Um, to me, those moves alone—that's a huge reason why you, you you are where you are, right? Like you, you 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 know, it was a complete flip flip the switch and and great year on your part. And, and to me, it doesn't stop there. Like amateur draft, you flip that first, and you end up getting. Uh, another first uh, rounder in that deal, I believe, where you get, you know, Anton Lundell, Askarov, Bork. Uh, I didn't go on, on, on and on because of those were my three quick quick first-round standouts. I mean, super draft there. So now you, not only do you have Askarov, you have Spencer Knight, like who's made his NHL debut already. So riches and goalie, uh, riches and goal. So you got too many riches there, Ian. I think you need to to spread a little bit of that wealth maybe next year. but. Uh, you 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 have a team that could potentially win the cup and, and good on you for for playing the game right and, and I'm very impressed so
0: very impressed thank you thank thanks you very much uh, here's hoping I know i I saw I saw of course who I face in the first round and of course it's um, the who I would call from what I've what I've seen from uh, from the years past the uh, the probably the greatest SICHL team that I've seen in here, and that is the Acadia now Grizzly Bears. Like they the most storied franchise that's yeah. awesome for sure. So it'll be good, it'll of be course I get them in the first round. It'll be a good matchup <laughs> for sure. And I like that matchup. Yikes. So. <laughs> and of course Dee knows what he's doing. So sure. uh did we talk about London? I
1: Oh, did I miss London? Ah, crap. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> well,
0: let's go quick, to London now.
1: I will talk quickly about London. Uh, I don't, think, I don't it think it was a really big year for, for uh, Orem. Um, no free agent signings that were of significance. I don't think he had any at all. Uh, maybe Jeff told him not to to bother. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and he didn't make a whole lot of trades. I mean, he, he did trade Bishop to, to Montreal for Eric Stahl. Uh Clankton and, and a first. Good move there. Um, did he even draft? I don't think he had a draft this year at all, from what I recall, based on my research. Um, I will
0: look right now here.
1: A very underwhelming year, but he's got a good team. I,
0: um, you know. Yeah, uh, no, he, oh, in, sure the draft, he in the draft, and he picked Brayden Schneider.
1: Ro Rourke, Cormier, oh my goodness, he did have a good draft.
0: Um, Ryan O'Rourke, yeah, I love Ryan O'Rourke. Lucas Cormier, yeah. Did uh, I so those just, guys were okay. all in the top uh, 100 there. So
1: Did I just yeah. look at London on my spreadsheet and just keep going? I don't know. Maybe. no, no, uh, And no offense to, my, to, to, to Michael. No, of uh, course sorry. not. No. Uh, but those actually alone, those three players, I love those 3D. Um, I'd love to have them on my team. So uh, good job, uh, Michael. So, um, yeah. What well, he,
0: he addressed a position of need there, right, that, that he's had for a little while now, and that is uh, defense. He's always had amazing scoring. Of course, yeah. Ovechkin, Sebastian Aho, uh, guys like that—just uh, incredible scoring. But he in that draft, boy, did he address the the defense core uh, yeah. with those three. So good for him. Uh, smart moves there. Huge pickups there. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on now to who we have from the uh, world and who we have from the Canadian Conference as most improved for this year. So leading into the playoffs for this year, and then. Most improved for the future for each one. So um, I'll, I'll go ahead and start with the Canadian Conference. Uh, number one uh, for most improved for this year. Uh, I don't think that's as much surprise to anybody, but I have the Nova Scotia Schooners. Nova Scotia Schooners, the number one uh, improved team for this year going into, uh, going into the playoffs. Uh, number two, I had Montreal, the Montreal Millionaires. Of course, they picked up a lot of high, high-end talent, and, uh, and especially in, in positions of need uh, down the middle. They're going to be really strong. And the Brandon Wheat Kings. Uh, Brandon, they did not give up anything for this year, and they just picked up some great guys in, in uh, Benino, Freddie Anderson, um, Boone Jenner. So, they, um, so yeah, Brandon uh, gets that third spot there. Way to go, Brandon. Fantastic uh, improvements. Yeah, know no. About yourself for this year, looking at the world.
1: For me in the world, I give. Like I say, I, I go back to to what Dublin did. They turned that franchise into what what seemed to be like somebody that was going to, you know, miss the playoffs to somebody that that could potentially be that team that comes out of the world in Dublin. Um, right. So a, a lot of moves, and and the Hoffman move, I think was 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 beautiful. They gave up a lot, but. But at the end of the day, look what Hoffman did for their team, yeah, right? And, absolutely. And, and that 100%. that could be a scary, 100%. scary playoff team. So uh, I I want to give them number one just for that yeah. amazing miracle uh, that they pulled together there. Uh, second, I think I have Havana. Just a couple smart moves in, in Suter and, and Tanev. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe uh, for third, I put Portland in there. Uh, again, through the trades, obviously. Uh, getting Crawford was was a good move and, and Mike Smith. So they got a good a pretty solid tandem there going into the playoffs. Um and, and could be scary. Honorable mentions probably Rekovic getting, you know, just a couple moves in, in, in smart moves in Suban and Goudreau, like I say earlier. And uh, and uh, I, I would say maybe maybe even Philly could do a bit of damage just with that line A trade alone. So another honorable mention for me uh, for for this year and what they could do uh
0: what they built for the playoffs so right on yeah absolutely uh okay i'm gonna look at moves that teams made for the future and number one in the canadian conference i have the edmonton supersonics um that Nikolai ehlers move uh all had a really good year um so Allmark as well and uh, of course hendrix lapierre i think maybe the most underrated uh of all those first rounders, um, Hendricks LaPierre might be, might be that guy that's, that walks out of a, of a second half, uh, first round pick. And people are saying, why did he not go, uh, earlier? So, uh, Edmonton, number one, I have Hamilton, number two. They've, they added a lot of draft picks, a lot of draft picks. They drafted really well, of course, with Drysdale, Sanderson, Forrester, um, and, uh, Jason Robertson, adding Jason Robertson as well. So Hamilton, number two, uh, I wonder if we're going to get a, uh, a tweet from some from some GM about, uh, about hearing themselves on the podcast, about what a great job. Anyways, we'll see. Anyways, we'll move on to the third one, and that is Boston, the Boston Colonials. I know Boston is not in the uh, Canadian Conference, but I was talking about Canadian Conference teams plus Boston today. So I'm putting Boston there, and Boston, the Colonials uh, for the future, number three there. Um, just lots and lots and lots of draft picks moving, moving in there. Galchenyuk, I like. I think Galchenyuk's gonna get a decent re-rate, and Galchenyuk is not that. Uh, he's not right now a superstar, but I think he'll add to it. Puistola, and of course that draft, that draft of Tim Stutzler, Ridley Gregg, and just so on and so on. So, um, Boston gets my third for the futures for the Canadian Conference plus Boston.
1: Ah, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, for me, I, again, I like what what St. Louis did in in the retool. Some some pretty solid um, young players that they brought in for sure. Um, uh, I won't go through them all again. Uh, Stockholm um, for for the for the massive deal that they pulled off to get Lafreniere and, and to grab mm-hmm. Reichel. I think those are two solid pieces to to bring. Uh, bring them into the future and and for some reason I'm not sure why I thought Hamilton was a, a World Confer- a world Conference team but um, uh, I'd say Chicago getting you know Byfield and neighbors and, and getting Couture through the uh, as an FP um, I thought those were some pretty smart moves there and, and, and good drafting obviously um, obviously there's there's so much that uh, well and an honorable mention to London now that I see the three players he drafted um, in schneider and uh o'rourke and um and cormier i thought this was was three sweet moves so uh i redeem myself uh to oram uh by now (laughs) giving him props and uh and and again your draft well it's giving you the honorable um world conference plus uh banth team lundell askrov and bork alone uh I'm not even going to look what you've done past the first round because I'm sure it's amazing too. So, um, uh, an honorable mention there for sure. Um, I can only give you an honorable mention because you're not really a world team. So, just kidding, <laughs> you, you got to you. Uh, and, and to me, thank yeah, you very much. That's very to, kind to, to, to me. Yeah, the, if I look at a, a team that made a lot of good moves on the Canadian Conference side, it has to be yours as well. Um, uh, for sure. Uh, up there with Nova Scotia and Montreal, um, uh, I would say your top three for sure. And I, again, I like what Brandon did, but I love, I love what you did uh, more. So good stuff man.
0: It's been fun. Get this late. has been a great time. And I know I've kept you here <laughs> pretty late. I really appreciate it. Um, as of course, I'm in the, the mountain time zone and you're in the East. So it's gone past midnight here for you. Uh, 12, but I sure appreciate you coming yeah. on Gary and all the times that you're on overtime. It's just fantastic. So thanks. For, thanks for everything you do with the podcast.
1: Well, thank you. And uh, look forward to maybe getting a call again. Um, and I look forward to the, the the future guests that come on here. I love hearing from every GM that gets interviewed and, and and the various segments you've done. Uh, incredible. Uh, keep it up, man.
0: All right. Thanks so night. much. Cheers. All right. You too. And good luck to all those teams in the playoffs. And of course, good luck to everybody uh, at that draft lottery that will be coming up. Um, so, uh Yeah, thanks again to Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials. Take care. Thanks for the great insight as usual, Gary. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast or have any ideas for the podcast, just DM me on Twitter at SICHLRockies. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day.